0: I'll be too nervous to. I'll probably be lost words. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lost Words DraftKings podcast. I'm joined as ever by Matt Vincenzi. Matt, you are the number one golf betting tipster.
1: I know. Yeah, I mean um it, it hasn't felt that way over the last few weeks uh besides that actually um opposite field wins has been kind of a little bit of a dry spell which happens um you know to me happens to everybody and last week once again got a guy kind of i thought who had a really good chance although at this point no one should be surprised when tommy fleetwood doesn't win in the end but man i thought that could have been the one yeah i mean,
0: gutless loser um it, I like him, but it, it, he sucks when it comes. No, he to is it. gutless. He he is gutless. It sucks, but he is. I read my the the negatives <laughs> basically about me on that golf. Uh, on oh, that did you? This thing, because I wondered where I just wondered where I came. Like, was, was I in the top 15? Was I in the top 20 or something like that? And uh, the the question was, where are the results? So I've seen Tom Jacobs man, some excellent first round leader winners on the Twitter feed, but the question is, does his tips make profit? My instinct, instinct tells me yes, but Hodge Checker do not display their expert profit loss for ROI, so I can't see it. There is no sign of a link to result sheets for Tom's Twitter bio, and I've n- never taken a plunge to track his tips myself. Why would I? So yeah. basically, because I don't have someone writing my PL for me, I am stuck on three stars. So, yeah, if anyone wants to track all of my bets yeah, it's and, tough, and expose it? me, then please do because like it is a very good point. Like these, these things are important. Like don't just follow me because I did post a 40 to one first round leader the other week. Like follow me because, you know, I can sustain it. Like I am confident because I know from my own betting numbers that I'm in profit, but like it is important to display it. So interesting note there, but
1: to build off that too, like golf, golf, stuff is weird like i have one guy attacking me on on twitter today because he said oh you talk about how close you are to winning but if you don't win who cares blah 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 like i think people who come from other sports because golf isn't obviously the most popular sport to bet and see like results that they expect winning every week and for golf that doesn't happen the way i bet especially i'm always win only I might go seven or eight weeks in a row without winning and it sucks. It's a dry spell. But once I win once, I win enough to make it cover for that, you know, a long period of time.
0: I can't be down because I bet Brian Harmon at 170 to one. So like it, like <laughs> it, it's just as simple as that. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it is because, and I think especially it was true for American bettors because the NFL, the MLB, the whatever NBA, like you're just backing spreads and money lines right in there. Like, minus 150 plus 120 whatever like when i look at kind of like the stuff that i do for like Checker articles and things for nfl and and the premier league just gone like i conf- confidently placed like anytime goal scorers and and winners in the premier league this past weekend because it's relatively simple to me i think but it's not easy to to back a 40 to one winner and it certainly isn't easy when it comes to draft kings and trying to compose these lineups and you know we might get two of you know, two or four really good calls in a week but
1: we don't construct it in the right way matt then you're uh you're not winning yeah and got and th- this too like if you bet a guy at 40 to one it seems like that's middle of the board i mean even slightly closer to the top of the board in, in terms of your backing him that is an only implied chance of winning of two percent
0: yeah like uh, that's just what people are like it it is hot like, and look, you can't change it. Like, to be the best golf pickers, you have to regularly pick these winners, right? Like, there's no denying that. Like, that's the only way you get to be in the best. But to your point, like, you can't just keep expecting people to post 40s one, 50s one, 30s one, 20s one, hundreds one winners. Like, it's just, it's just not doable. Um, and and the same for drafting, right? We, we talked about this now a couple of times. Like, you're not gonna win one of these. You're not gonna take down one of these big GPPs regularly like if you do then you don't need to listen to this podcast and you don't you know you you probably don't have social media like you you just go and play these professionally and keep quiet right so those mm-hmm. are those types of people um the the, the the value I think you get out of these podcasts and we're going off a bit of a tangent here so we'll get back to the point in a minute Is like I think we're just giving you a little bit of information that maybe you don't have on the players that you already thinking about picking or we're going to give you a lean either in the right direction or the wrong direction based on what you were thinking like that is the ultimate goal for me like can i give you a little bit of a nugget that you didn't have on that one player yes great can i talk you out of a player that you were unsure on yes great like that is the aim of what we do i think
1: yeah that and it's also just fun i mean this is something we all love and enjoy and it's our hobby so it's fun listening to people talk about it provides context for the event makes you think about certain things while you're watching like you know, if a guy, if people have been talking or if some guy comes out of nowhere, just create some other storylines and stuff. And again, we all do, we do this because we love doing it. So um, is what it is. Exactly. Let's get to the BNW Championship, Matt.
0: So it's been an event that's been in the It's Cup playoffs since you know, the inception in 2007. It is the one that kind of moves around. Are these all northeastern states where it moves around? Or is it a little bit contentious,
1: whether that's northeastern or not? I mean, I wouldn't consider Chicago the northeast. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not a big geography guy, but I mean, I live in the Northeast, and um, I feel like Chicago is more like middle of the country. What about like Delaware and Maryland and all those sorts of places? Those are those would be Northeast, yeah. I would say um, Pennsylvania. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, so
0: like for for the, for the most part, this is kind of a northeastern event with whatever we class Chicago as. It's not that far away, right?
1: Right. No. So, I mean, the the 13 colonies in the in the uh, northeast is a big, you know, American, British um, show here. So just New New Hampshire, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware. And you got Maryland, Virginia, South Carolina. Uh, So I think those would be yeah, northeast. But um, Chicago is close enough. I was in Chicago last week. It, It was like a three hour flight.
0: Yeah. So like my, my overriding point is like there would I think you can probably build a trend from where these kind of courses are in a country. Like I think you get similar grass types, I think you get similar kind of tests, similar weather at this time of year from all of these kind of courses over from two thousand seven to two thousand twenty two, despite the fact it's changed. Is that a fair enough comment?
1: Yeah, definitely. I would think that um kind of that Indiana, Chicago, maybe Delaware, I think would be make some sense. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. So we'll stick to that.
0: Um, Olympia Fields, the last time we saw this, was in 2020. Um, John Rahm beat Dustin Johnson in the playoff at four under par, which is comfortably the highest winning score we've had here, Um, the lowest being 27 under two years ago by Patrick Canley. Four under, completely different test. Is it going to play like that again, do we think, or do you think it was just particularly tough that week?
1: Well, I looked back at it, and there really wasn't any wind. Uh, the greens were really firm, and fairways were average to hit. I think it, it'll play tough. Is it going to be four under? I don't know. There's only five guys under par, and if you look at it, it was the two that were in there, DJ and Rom, both big hitters. Then you had Finau, Neiman, and Hideki, and Hideki hit it further then than he did now. So the five guys under par, I mean, this is a big-boy golf course. That's my biggest takeaway.
0: Yeah, and look, yeah, I guess it's slightly different. You go back to 2003, like Jim Fury did it with just all in accuracy, right? Like, he shot eight under the or win the us open um and it was just all based on the fact that he was the most accurate driver of the world and he hit the most greens like you can you can do it in different ways and i think you that is something to consider when you're looking at different kind of lineups and stuff but is this the week where you go by style rather than than like will you, will you be stacking just big hitters in the lineup is trying to what I'm trying to get
1: to. now we always You and I always talk about this, and I think it's one of the things that we've been definitely right on. All these events where you have this narrative of a certain type of player in your head, there are always going to be outliers in that leaderboard. There's never going to be a top 10 of all just bombers or all the short hitters. There's always one, two, three, four of the guys in that top 10 who kind of don't fit the mold. So we'll see that again this year. I think Brendan Todd was in the top 10 here last year, as was uh, Mackenzie Hughes. So, you know, I think it's good to go to that way a a decent amount. But I still think you can. there's a guy I think is going to play well. You know, the, some players, it doesn't matter the course. If you're hot that week, you're hot that week.
0: Yeah, M- Munoz, Brendan Todd, Lanza Griffin, and Mackenzie Hughes all finished between Tide eighth and tied 10th. And look, I think, you know, Koprak's a big enough hitter, but, like, he wasn't necessarily that's his game. I think he was always a little bit more accuracy than anything. I, I guess that's probably a little bit unfair. But, like, I don't necessarily consider... I mean, even Fitz, he's not, he wasn't a big hitter back in 2020, was he, when he finished 6th. So, um, yeah, I, I think you mix in a bit of both, like we always do. Everything above 10K, Rory McIlroy 12-1, Scott Scheffler 11-6, John Rahm 11-2, Patrick Cantlay 10-5, Victor Hovland 10-3, Xander Scheffler 10-1. Uh, Jordan
1: Speed 10, actually, so I've missed one. It, do you have to play Rory McIlroy this week? Yeah, I do. I, I'm going to play him. He's. Um, I bet him I typically don't go this high on the board, but I think, you know, I, I would argue that the value you're getting this week at the top of the board is so much more than... It is for a typical week. For example, Rory was seven fifty to win the, the open. He was like eight to one to win the Masters. Um I, I got an eight this morning on him to win this. And there's fifty players in the field. Twenty of them aren't really that great. I mean, I know they've had good seasons and stuff, but th- it really is probably the weakest BMW championship field that I can ever remember. Um and Rory doesn't win majors, but he does win FedEx Cup playoff events, and I think he might be due for a, a BMW. Yeah, it. I, I feel the
0: same way. I think if he's going to, you know, he talks about, like, his motivation is to go and now win the FedEx Cup. He speaks about that all the time, and I do actually believe in despite the fact that it probably comes at the wrong time because he says it when he lost a major, right? But, um, yeah, I think you play him. I don't, I don't necessarily think Scheffler and Rahm are playing the way they need to to win this golf tournament, and there's going to be a lot of popularity on, on Patrick Cantlow, who's back-to-back B&W champion um, at
1: 10-5. Yeah, he'll be popular in... Shuffler for me, like I was looking at this event for a place for Shuffler to win for a while, but it does feel like he's falling out of form. The stats really aren't quite what they used to be. I do think he's going to find a way to be involved, but I just, at the same price, I don't know how you could, I mean, drafting is, it, they're not the same price now. Rory's $500 more expensive, yeah. and I hope, hopefully that makes him not as popular, but I'm sure he will be. I, I just can't get
0: there. Like, I don't, even when he's playing his absolute best sort of all striking, he's not winning and like any, any kind of drop off is, is not a good sign. Can Jordan Spieth overcome the distance
1: here? Nah.
0: I, was, that, I was that Smoke and Mirrors event last week?
1: I think it was. I don't trust him off the tee. He lost strokes off the tee. Uh, he he gained overall last week, but lost on approach. Sorry, lost on approach. Gained 3.5 around the green. He chipped in two or three or four times. He did his typical Jordan Spieth thing, but um, watching having Tommy deep into contention last week, I watched, obviously, every shot, and I never really felt like Spieth was going to win. I I
0: agree. Um, I didn't watch much of it, but you can just track him and it never felt like he was hitting it close enough or anything like that. So um, I'm out on him. (laughs) What do we do about Hovland and Shoffele? If you're playing Rory, you can't really go to these guys. I
1: think. No, although I I don't mind stacking with two of these guys up, up top. And I think one that's a good way to get unique because I think a lot of people are going to maybe play one of them with a uh, Hovland or one of them with a I don't know those kind of Matsuyama Fleetwood that range. And I think if you go two and then you can go dip really low and get one of these other guys, it might be a good way to differentiate differentiate yourself. But uh with Hovland and Hovland will be popular. Xander, I mean, if this plays like a U.S. Open, Xander should be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I just worry about what you
0: got to do. Like, I'm just looking like you, I don't trust those guys, guys that are in the fives this week that kind of make Rory possible. Um, so I've started with a 6-3 guy, 6-6 and 7-5, and only leaves you with a 7-4 after Rory Zander. So it's kind of, I think it's tough. I think I think you've just got to make your make your pick at the top and have done with it. Like, I think if you want to go Canlay Zander, which I guess will probably be a popular start for people, um, I don't hate that, but I find it hard to go Rory and someone else.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I actually don't mind Patrick Rogers down there at the very minimum price because it seems like driving is really important and he still drives the ball pretty well. And I want to, I, I feel like he was kind of, he's been around at a, at a BMW. I, I could be completely wrong about that. He might not have even ever played in one.
0: Uh, he's never played in one.
1: Uh,
0: if he has, then it was more than five years ago.
1: So, so it's been a while. Yeah. Um, but where has he played well? I mean, I feel like this. Wells Fargo, he was good. Farmers, he was good. Um, I, did, I did want to mention, too, these greens are bluegrass, and uh, it looks like the most similar grass type to that is, is POA, which would make saw, some sense. I thought like POA-bent mix, I don't know if that's kind of just the
0: same thing. Yeah, like, maybe it is. Maybe it was all the same. Um, but, yeah, no, good nugget there. Um, yeah, Rogers never played in one at all. Um,
1: okay. Can you go back to Tommy Fleetwood? The DraftKings purposes. Yeah, and wouldn't that be so perfect for this year? Is now people aren't going to bet him, and he's going to win at eighteen to one at this event. Like, do you, th- do you think he's even capable of doing that? I, I, I everything says no. <laughs> that's
0: that's the concern. Is everything says no, he can't get the win. But something tells me that he should win before the season closes. Like, well,
1: this is it then.
0: This is it, right? If he doesn't do it this week, then. <laughs> That's it. So it
1: yeah. wouldn't sh- it wouldn't shock me. I I'm gonna
0: say it because I, I just think it it leads into his skill set. It it works for him. He's still hitting it great off the tee. He's he's reliable. I mean, him and Homer are the are the
1: two reliable off the tee guys in this range. Yeah, I like Homer as well. Uh, Tommy, you know what? just a, a quick little point here, if if someone had bet Homer and Spieth pre-tournament. right? Those guys are viewed as players who can win when they're in the mix. Both of them played like absolute dog shit yesterday. And they were making a mistake after mistake after mistake. Tommy shoots two under. It doesn't win. And he has this moniker as a loser. Now, the other two guys have done it on the PGA Tour before, but like, he didn't play. It's not like he completely shit his pants. He just couldn't make the putt.
0: No, so the other thing is that the argument always comes up is that, like a little bit like Someone like Tony Fina or whatever. Like when they do have it on a Sunday, they do hit under part The person they're playing against just plays too well, and it and it gets away from them. Eventually, it regresses to the mean. So, does that mean that to, uh, Tommy Fleet was going to go and win three or four times in the next two years? Yeah, like, it could. He, he's, he, why couldn't it happen? Is is the question? I don't. We know he can win golf tournaments. We know he turns up in the biggest events, namely the U.S. Open and the Open Championship. He's frustrating to watch. He's frustrating to bet on, but so was Tony Finau, and I don't think there's that much difference in terms of class of them.
1: No, there isn't. It's it's pre-2021 Finau is pretty much exactly what Fleetwood is. The question is, Fleetwood started turning it on like two years ago and actually getting wins. They're the same age. Fleetwood hasn't done it yet.
0: But I would would say that Fleetwood hasn't been in the mix as much in terms of on the PGA Tour. Like This feels like the first time he's ever really dedicated himself to a PGA Tour schedule because he had to. And it's led to a really strong season I just I just wonder the next season or so looking ahead like this could be a really big transition for Tommy Fleetwood and look, does that mean he's gonna win this week I don't know but it's a good tournament for
1: him too yeah the one thing that I will knock him for is he he doesn't feel like he plays aggressively enough on the she no, thinks think
0: he thinks he's going to win by being the smartest golfer out there rather than being exactly I don't. I don't know if he's got the ability to be that aggressive. I've never. I've never really felt like I've seen him go and hit like a three with 260 yards into a, you know, into three or four feet like Rory McIlroy does. Like, I don't know. Not that he he can't do it, but I don't think he's ever had to do that to win tournaments on the DP World. I could be wrong. Like, I could be misremembering. But
1: like, no, I think that's completely right. That's how I view it. And Finau is different. Like, he would be going after these pins and stuff, but make a mistake or miss yeah. a putt. Like he was too aggressive. So so I just don't know if he has a mentality. That's my question. I I think you I, develop it. I think I think it happens
0: once and you just carry on. So we shall see. Uh, so him and Homer, yes.
1: Yeah, I like him and Homer. And Alex and I like Decky too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think I'm almost back in the Matsuyama thing with you. But again, like play well, finish 16. Like is, is he just going to play well and finish 12th this week out of 50? Like I think he's going to play solidly, but I don't know if he's going to
1: contend. Lucas can't do it again. Uh, I'm going to, I mean, at the risk of looking stupid, I'm going to say no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, I feel like if you look stupid by saying Lucas Glover's not going to win three times the worst it's probably the least stupid, stupid can look. Yes. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. Uh, I don't, know, I don't like, see it. It, it. In theory, though, like, historically should be a good Lucas Glover event, though, right?
1: It, sh- it should, but I mean... His first two BMW championships finished 12th and 7th. Yeah, I mean, I guess, does that really matter if the courses are different? But to me, a driver... He must, he must have played in this US Open in 2003, surely. Was he not around then? He, was, he had to be. He, I'm sure he was. He didn't play. So,
0: okay. um... Uh, he probably, is he not long
1: enough? Like St. Jude and Wyndham are not long, are they? That's my point. I was going to say, this is a driver-heavy course. Wyndham and St. Jude, you can get away with just irons and putting. It's actually all irons, and he's a great iron player. So he actually made a lot of sense for St. Jude. He finished third here of the year before he won. So that made a lot of sense. But with this, look at the last driver-heavy course he played at 3M Open. He missed a the cut. then he won That two. was a miscut
0: right in the middle of some great form as well.
1: Yeah, I just... His driver wasn't the best this week. No. I, I feel the same about
0: Sung Jae Im and Siwoo Kim. Like I, yeah. I think I think they've they found some form in recent weeks, and I think they're going to struggle now that it's got bigger.
1: Definitely agree on Sung Jay. The thing with Siwoo is he's gaining a bunch of strokes off the tee. He is, but it, it's not through distance, is it? I don't think so, but... I mean, he's really, really, really high up there and off the tee recently. But like, like
0: gaining strokes off the tee
1: on a short course is probably easier to do, right? Probably. Let's see. Um, he gave tee fourth. Uh, let's. I'm gonna see distance and accuracy, what it looks like, because I mean, usually don't get that high in, off the tee. Yeah, he he. Nothing crazy, but he's put on um, driving distance, gain. No, it's not great. It's mostly accuracy.
0: So this is what I'm thinking. Like, you look at when he last gained on distance and accuracy, he finished 39th and i open. So, and that would be people kind of laying up, right? I just, I don't see it. I I was going to pick him to win. See, we came in. I just looked at it and just thought like, we know who see Kim is. Like we've we've seen him for years. What he is like, he's a brilliant Pete Dye short course type player. Um, why do we need to think any different? Wyndham players, American Express, Sony Open, lost Wyndham Heritage and Barbasol in playoffs. Like, is he just suddenly going to change? I don't think so. So, and and you look at like U.S. Opens and PJ Championships of, of recent years. That's where he's really struggled. So, I, I think that's probably enough for him and Sungjae to be out for me
1: yeah I agree with that and just ba- ba- back to Hideki I know he hasn't really threatened to win at all this year but this really is I, I view a Hideki type of course I know he's not as long as he was back in 2020 but he was the first round leader here in 2020 um and it's it's classical type of layout that I think it just feels like a, a better Hideki spot um yeah, I don't I, know if he can win I worry about a lack of pop that he's lost and this is gonna. Yeah, this, this this is gonna
0: look stupid when I pick my next couple of players, but like, he's not. He's more expensive than both of them, so that that's the decision you've got to make. Like, I don't love this nine k range when I've got Fleetwood and Homer at the top. I could just probably stick with those and get different somewhere else.
1: Yeah, those three I like: Tommy, Max, and, and Hideki. Yeah. Um,
0: bottom of the nines. Obviously, we've spoken about Glover a little bit. Of Hatton, Clark just gone the wrong way at
1: this point yes I think he course fit wise it makes some sense but I mean I wasn't playing when he was playing great I'm certainly not going to play him when he isn't
0: that's and Clark.
1: oh Klaus Clark um Hatton uh, I don't see the course fit no I
0: don't think he's playing that great either um
1: <sighs> Connor's <sighs> very popular
0: yeah I'll, I'm not going to do that is, is it a way of Getting different again
1: with jason day i i actually had him start here no one's going to play him uh he wasn't great last week but he did gain 1.7 strokes off the tee so you know that's i think he was hitting it okay um i like him at more difficult events because he doesn't have to make a bunch of birdies he just kind of has to hang around i i can picture him playing well here
0: like he didn't play well here in 2020 but i don't remember him being in great form going he was into, horrible for him then yeah and like he finished with a 66 open with 68 last week. He's obviously had that second at the open. I just this is a Jason Day event. Like you look at the people. I mean, he's obviously won it in 2015 at Conway Farms, anyway. But like I, I think about the the Justin Rose, Jason Day's, the Keegan Bradleys, the or whatever that have played Dustin Johnson have play well. I feel they they fit the same mold and tend to play the same events well. And yeah, I like him.
1: I do too i think that would be a really sneaky play i think he's gonna play well and then beneath him i like cameron young a lot
0: yeah a lot is a stretch for me but i do like him
1: yeah he hasn't been playing great but when does he play well like majors uh riviera like these tougher events i think suit him much better and i think the driving distance is going to be a weapon this week whereas the last other you know few few events it really hasn't been open he was good I just think the big events kind of get him going and lower scoring events were going to get him going too.
0: Yeah, that, and I I think the, the trouble with me is I'm such a big protagonist of just trying to – it's not the right word – such a big person of trying to find strokes gain approach numbers in a player and that's going to lead to kind of form. And he's never going to show that. No. Like he hasn't all season and he's still played well in between. So... I just, I think he's the. It's probably the best course fit for him. I mean, that's not saying a lot because there's only a couple of events left. But like, maybe for the remainder of the year, like including the fall events as well. And do we see him going another two seasons without winning?
1: No. And I, I like him because I think he's a no-cut event. He's a high-ceiling play. Like I can see him winning. I can see him not playing well either. But I do think he's capable of winning. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. Uh, I, I think I do like Cam. How popular is he going to be? It feels like he's going to be relatively
1: popular. As of now, it doesn't look like anything huge right now. Um, people are clicking uh, Henley a lot, Connors a lot. Um, yeah, not too much. Tom, people like.
0: Yeah, I like... I like. Uh, but the thing is, like, I like Tom, but I have to then stick to the same sort of thing I've said about Sungjae and Siwoo, right? And that's not just that they're all Korean, but they all have a similar kind of skill set and, and where they play well, and the one person I think that can overcome that is Russell Henley. I do think that Russell Henley can, despite the fact that he is one of the shorter hitters in the field. Like He's just so deadly accurate. Like I think he can do what Brendan Todd did here in 2020, which is finish eighth. So I think at eight, two, I can see why people do want to click him. And I think he, he's bounced back really well from that uh, miscut of the Open. And coming into the final round here in 2020, he was
1: 12th. Yeah, I mean, he's the last – two of the last three U.S. Opens, he's come in the top 15.
0: I, I think he can win it, actually. Yep.
1: So, yeah, I th- he makes sense.
0: I, I like him, uh, and I think is the reason for him popular. So the people we haven't mentioned there are Burns, Finau, Harmon, Fitz. Is there a reason? They all suck.
1: Yeah, I think it's recent form, but a guy who I would like to take a roll of dice on, who I haven't really played at all this year, um, is Finau. His... His stats were really good last week, besides putting. He lost 8.2 strokes putting. He gained two strokes with his irons, uh, was relatively even off the field. He was great here last time they played it. I think a time you might want to go back to him is an event like this, where no one's going to play him. He typically would be really popular here. But Especially at, at a, Yeah, I, I think he's a, he's a good time to kind of go back, roll the dice on him.
0: Well, because the, the thing is, I thought it was smart to go to, like, Harmon last week. And to be honest, he, he played... All right, after the first round, right? So, like, and he was twelfth. Actually, he was twelfth here in 2020. Harmon. Yeah. So maybe like you can actually make a case for Finau, Henley, and Harmon, and just just completely write off Burns, Fitz, Tom Kim, Wyndham Clark, Corey Connors for ownership, and just and just you know get different than those pools a different way.
1: Yeah, Fitz is going to be unknown, but he's really into shit. Yeah, I, shit
0: I, I, I would. I don't normally tell people not to play someone like categorically, but don't play Fitz. We I said don't
1: it know. last week too, and he was yeah. like somewhat popular, and he was horrible, absolutely horrible. You think about the European Ryder Cup team. Like we talk about how these U.S. guys maybe aren't in the best of form, but he was That's a guy that they, they're depending on. Yeah, sucks.
0: Him, Lowry, who oh, it sucks. It's just no, no chance. I and, still
1: think they are gonna win. I know, I know. No, no,
0: no. And 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 the reason being is if Justin Rose doesn't find form.
1: If Justin, if Justin
0: Rose doesn't find form, you have then got him, Lowry, Fitz, even Hovland's not playing as well as he was. I know he, he sort of showed up last week, but like
1: and even Rahm is. Yeah,
0: like what do we do? Like, just, I'm sure that like you know, there's another month right, and they can find it, and especially in the Ryder Cup. But on Rose, he's finished first, second, and second in this event. He loves it. This is why. This is basically the only reason I asked you about the geography earlier is I feel like he just is a Northeastern guy. You know, he won the Merion US Open. He's won in Washington twice. He's won this event in Chicago. He's finished second twice in, you know... Um,
1: TPC Boston, he was up there, wasn't he?
0: he? Yes, I think so. Like, he's been up there in multiple, like, of these Northeastern... Like, every time a Northeastern event... A bit like when you said DJ and Brooks at the PGA. Like, that was why Rose was that. So... yeah. Like, the, the two times he's finished, yeah, Illinois second, uh, Conway Farms, and then Ronnie Inc in Pennsylvania second again. And then he won at uh, Cog Hill in Illinois. So maybe it's an Illinois thing, but, like, he looks good at this type of place. He shot 61 on Saturday. I think he's long enough. And I just, uh, when it gets tough, he loves it. He grinds out, like, Sean Foley done this massive love letter on him about him on Instagram, so he doesn't coach him anymore, saying, like, this is – what he is like he bounces back from bad rounds and that is what he does. And I think he's the perfect no cut player. I,
1: I love him this week. Completely agree with everything you said. makes a lot of sense. I got to go on a quick, a quick side tangent here. Okay. Um, so. And you reminded me you said the PGA. So I just got to go on. I get accused of being the most pro live biased live person in the world. But if you compare me to the other people who get called those things, it's just not even close. I've, I've said on numerous occasions, both saying and typing, that I prefer the PGA Tour to live by 100 times. These other quote-unquote shields are saying the PGA Tour sucks, the product is much better on live. I don't even like live that much. I turned it on yesterday because it was a weather delay, so I turned it on, watched it for a little bit, but then once the PGA Tour was back, I switched right back. Now, looking back at some of the takes, I was trying to make a a really well-reasoned take on this because I feel like I'm defending myself on it forever. I'm not afraid to give an unpopular opinion. I truly feel that i've been re- very objective on this so looking back i said going to the pga championship um all the momentum seems to be with the live players as we enter the pga championship You just seen the comments under it piece of shit. You roll boss how much are the saudis pay- paying you live chill no one cares what you say you're so biased towards one side live player one the other one finished in fourth the two that i picked to win um so again I viewed it objectively the only people who aren't viewing objectively are the people on the extremes on both sides which i'm not and i understand human nature uh there's implicit bias in anything you say or do i get that but it doesn't mean that you can't attempt to look at things objectively uh i i think i've been probably one of the along with you actually the most fair people in the middle of the aisle here and i think because so many people are on one side so hard it means so much to them that they view someone in the middle of the aisle as an extreme on the other side to them because of how far they are in one direction. Yeah, I agree. Okay.
0: If if I, if I I come back with anything, then we're going to overextend the time, but I agree. Like it's probably another, like it's another show. Like I had another conversation about it with, with Kenny and Ben the other day on Twitter, which actually was really sophisticated and didn't go one way or another. We disagreed, but it was all kind of, you know, nicely done. And like, I, I appreciate those conversations and I do see certain sides of it, but I have my side and, and my thoughts on it, and I still stick to them. Um, and they are middle of the road, to be honest. Um, but yes, going back to the BMW Championship, Cam Davis is that is that person of like, do you just pick him based on skill set?
1: Because his driver
0: that, hasn't been that good recently, but he is a long hitter that can get hot with it.
1: So here's the necessary disc, disclaimer anytime you have to talk about Cam Davis. Question, is there water on the course? Yes, there is. I didn't remember there being it, but looking back on it, there is a bunch of courses with, uh, holes with water on it. Um, no cut though, that helps because he can get really hot and go low. He was great last week. Um, I played a lot of him last week. He was one of my favorite plays on the board. I had a, I had a top five bet on him, and friggin Taylor Moore birdied on 18 to knock him out of the top five, which I would have got a cut on. But yeah, tenth, seventh, sixth in his last three starts, he's playing really well. He's gonna be popular, but uh, I do think he's a he's a good. Kind of fit for this place.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play him. As I said, I'm not playing Siwoo, so that's not an issue. Poston, I don't, I think he's done his bit now. Um, so then it's Benny Anne and Grillo for me. Like Benny Ann, great off the tee at the moment, just continuing that fine form in that category, and I don't see any reason why that would change this week.
1: Yeah, and Benny also was great here. The last time he played, he was in the top five, I think, or top six.
0: Finished twelfth.
1: Okay. Yeah. But um,
0: he he probably had what you're probably thinking of. He probably had a top five weekend because he went 73, 74, 68, 68. Yeah. So I say you're probably thinking that. Um, And, and to be honest, like that's him in a nutshell at the moment. Like he looks on course to be in a really good spot. Like There's a couple of times where he was only two or three back of the league. And then he just dunked in the water or double bogey or whatever. Like he was 15th after round one, 18th after round two, 16th going kind into of the final day instead of bad Sunday. Like, which can happen in no-cut events when you've got really nothing to play for. And I th- I think now he's got to kind of switch on. And it's a course that will... like It's been a long time where it's been a course that, yes, long and straight always works. But when it's really pivotal, this is when he can come to the fore. So I actually think Benian, I haven't bet him, but I might still do. And I think 7-5 and Grilla, I think both of them at 7-4 uh, are decent.
1: Yeah, Benny makes a lot of sense. He gained four point four strokes off the tee last week. Definitely <laughs> one of the top in the field there. Lost five point three in approach. I'm guessing that's because he went in the water a couple times. Yeah,
0: and um, I just don't see that being sustainable. Like I don't see Benny Ann losing five strokes very often on approach. So
1: I'm not yeah, bad. I like he's gonna be popular, but I do I do like him. Makes a lot of sense for this golf course. Um, I think he he should be played. is also gonna be a little popular. Not quite as popular as Benny in my opinion, but um he's playing great it's hard to go away from him too and especially the place where i think the ball striking is going to really rise to the top um I, I like benny better than grillo but both makes sense
0: anything else in those sevens
1: keegan's gonna be crazy popular so i'm gonna i'm gonna avoid him there why i think because he's just so cheap and because he's maybe people say oh bmw championship and he won a bmw championship um but stats were relatively good game three and approach last week
0: yeah fair enough i'm not gonna play him i, I thought i was but i'm not um especially been being popular do we go back to b todd
1: i think you can go to todd and i think and he, he was let's see what did he do last week yeah gain a little sh- bit of an approach shank's
0: gonna be popular right so i'd rather pay up and have todd
1: yeah, exactly. I don't think Shank is playable, in my opinion. I know everyone loves him, but at sixty seven hundred and a no cut, everyone makes a cut. And you're paying sixty or oh, sorry, sixty five hundred, the guy's gonna be twenty five percent on I'm just completely out on that.
0: English led the field in approach last week. But driver is just a problem.
1: I don't know what his problem is. He's his approach has been awesome the last two weeks. That's what i I just think can he fix the driver
0: for one week, but doing it on one of the most demanding golf courses is probably not where you want to try and fix it.
1: Um, I, might, I might be crazy here, but I think you can go back to Denny.
0: because Is he the new Mackenzie Hughes?
1: <laughs> yeah. like Look at these. Event, Memorial, he was really good. I think these type of events, um, kind of this area. I like him better putting on Bent than on the Bermuda. He hasn't really been putting as great on Bermuda lately. I think getting get back to the he lost strokes putting last week. All four rounds. The first time he's ever done that in his career. Hey, doesn't it doesn't okay. revert this week yeah
0: potentially i i i have no real stance just because i like todd yeah i'd rather play todd too but i like they're the same relatively i guess cole's gonna be popular because he just is every day is on the leaderboard at some point
1: i i, I can't they're throwing coal in our face they want Cole to be a thing so bad and that's why i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go the other way yeah, fuck you eric cole yeah. <laughs> no reason for him I hate Eric Cole like, I'm sure he's a great guy but I just can't he's thrown in my face way too much on Twitter yeah. on the broadcast I'm done he is good though nah fuck him
0: <laughs> um, is the Adam Svensson little bubble first is that over
1: now yeah
0: I think he yeah. could, could be interesting
1: he's gonna be really popular too nah fuck him <laughs>
0: But this is the thing, because people want to play Rory and want to play down here. So you got Chris Kirk, Nick. Let's just say that the final people after this. So Hodges, Kirk, Taylor, Power, Hoagie, Kitayama, Rogers. How many of them are playable?
1: Looking at Kitiyama, isn't doesn't he play well on really tough courses?
0: Yeah, like it should be a good event, but he's just not been good, has he?
1: Not great, but, I mean, there's no cut. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like the risk is all that high, especially he gained strokes with his irons last week. He was a 66 opening round
0: as well. He just got progressively worse last week, which is weird. He went 66, 69, 69, 74. He we went 5th after round 1, 18th after round
1: 1, 2, 23rd after round 3, 50. It's almost like he just checked out, which is weird. In um, a no-cut event, to me, it makes so much more sense in this exact situation. S- so many things are going to happen that we don't expect, one. Two, the, the paying the price for uh, taking the wrong guy is less. Yeah. Yeah. I-
0: I would much rather just take a chance on Armour than Cole,
1: Hodges, Kirk, English even. Exactly what I'm saying. I got Just close your eyes and pick one of the guys that no one else is playing. One of them is going to surprise you, and the penalty for not picking the right one isn't as severe in a no-cut.
0: Hoagie played pretty well for most of last week as well. Hollywood,
1: let's see. 67, 69, 73,
0: 67. So he had three or four good rounds.
1: Jesus, he lost five strokes on approach.
0: That's not going to happen. And that's got to be water.
1: It has know,
0: to be. I, I know he went in water at one point because I was on in first-round leader. So
1: did he play in 2020? Uh, this uh,
0: No. Yes, 65th he finished. So he basically finished last.
1: But he was 14th, 23rd, 47th,
0: 65th. So he just kind of got worse again.
1: Um, I think I'd rather just take the guys who I know can hit it farther. Kurt, Kitty and Rogers. I'm going to play those two. Yeah. Cool. I like it.
0: Right. That's a lot of things said. Let's summarize our favorite plays. So I'm with you that you play Rory. So you've got to figure it out, I think.
1: Yeah. And it, I'm not... I might even go Rory Scheffler and go completely crazy.
0: If you're not playing Rory... So, okay. So that answers that question. If you're not going to play Rory Scheffler, then do you have any interest in Cantlay or Are you just going to let the popularity just...
1: Yeah. I'm The latter. I'm just going to hope he doesn't win three BMWs in a row. And if he doesn't, I can try to win elsewhere
0: yeah like it i love fleetwood and homer i know you like matsuyama on the nines don't like
1: anything else yeah those three i'm going to play a combination of fleetwood homer and matsuyama um i've I, I never play homer and i have kind of a strange feeling on him this week I, I think he's going to play really well yeah i think he can win um jason day 86 eight 85 or two that we mentioned
0: but Fino and henley 83 and 82 as well
1: yeah yeah uh i, I like Fino as kind of a bounce-back spot when nobody's on him. He's usually so popular when he's playing well, and he's not playing well, but he has the course history, and he showed something last week, lost 8 strokes putting, but other than that, he was pretty good. So I think it's a definitely a good bounce-back spot for him. I'm going to go with him.
0: Yeah, and I just love Rose in this part of the country, in this event, uh, first, second, second, as I've said before, and I like Cam Davis for the course fit, but I really like what Benny Ann's doing off the tee, and I think it sticks, so that's the sevens for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i going to agree with you completely. I, Rose is one of my favorite plays on the board um davis has just been so good lately and benny links a lot of sense too those would be relatively popular but i think they could be a third guy in if you go star star one of them and then two cheap guys
0: yeah the two cheap guys being brendan todd at six six and kitty armor five six for me
1: yeah yeah todd at six six i like mccarthy i'll do one combination of either todd or mccarthy um yeah. and then one of either you know Kiriyama rogers so that'd be that type of build i think it would be unique star star one of the guys in the high sevens two of the guys down here yeah
0: and i do like i do like just potentially english just shoving it in my face for being so high on him last week and then suddenly being good i mean the iron suggests that he can be good so if he can figure the driver out for a week then so be it and he, fit, uh, he, hit a, he hit a good sunday too which i like and he's and he likes this type of event he i'm pretty sure he's been up there in these types of not this one, but he's been there like him and DJ at one point, I'm sure like in one of these kind of FedEx cup events. So, um, I don't know. Northern trust maybe or something.
1: Both travelers winners too. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Cool. Matt, that's it for the BMW championship. That's 50 players summarize as best we can. Um,
1: all right. Rooting for my favorite player this week, Rory, let's go, baby.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to clip that off and put that out. Uh, (laughs) Um, So I'd love to see Tommy Fleetwood win, but I think I think we've come to a conclusion that might not happen. Um Yeah. Matt, enjoy it as right. ever and Good we'll catch up during the week.